live from the studios of KVTA, Ventura County's Inspiration Station. This is The Kim Pagano Show. Kim is Ventura County's mom and so much more, bringing value every day in every way. Join Kim and her friends every Saturday as they interview interesting and inspirational guests, everyone from authors and entertainers to doctors and experts. From A to Z, Kim's got you covered. And now, here's Ventura County's mom and so much more. It's Kim Pagano. Good morning, everyone, and welcome, welcome to the Kim Pagano Show, The Brighter Side of Life and Business. I'm so glad that you are here. And, of course, I always start all my shows with something uplifting. And today's is doing what you like is freedom, but liking what you do is happiness. That's what life is all about. I love what I do. I'm so glad to be here. We've got some amazing guests that are going to be joining us. I do want to give out our number, and that number is 805-419-0000. Zero eight. That's four one nine zero 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 eight. You can um, text us there. You can call us there, and make sure that you're getting our newsletters every single week, so that you are a part of any of the events that we're doing, the giveaways that we're doing, and really just being a part of the brighter side of life. I'm really excited to bring my first guest on, Lisa McGarity, and of course she is a professional psychic medium for over 30 years, and her expertise is encompasses and spiritual readings and curse removals and energetic cleansing, healing, intuitive counseling, Lisa is able to communicate with the non-living and predict the future. This is a little, like, scary for me, but I, I, <laughs> I'm really intrigued, and so I am really excited. Let's bring Lisa on. Lisa, thank you so much for being there. Hi, Kim. Thank you so much for having me on. I promise not to be scared. <laughs> okay. I know. I was like, oh, my little vulnerability just came out there, you know. And it's interesting. Um, so how did you get into this profession? Is this like a gift that you realized that you had and then you just kind of went into it? Well, I do. I do have the gift. I definitely was born with strong psychic ability and intuition. And there are other psychics in my family tree as well. Um, but in addition to my gift, I spent a lot of time studying and practicing and researching, and I've had mentors and teachers along the way as well. So it's been kind that. of a combination. So I know that you talk about um, magic, okay, and yeah. this is a form of magic, correct? Are you a practitioner of magic? Well, yes, I definitely am a practitioner of magic. And, I, you know, my point of view on that is that Magic is natural and magic is human, and we're all doing it all the time. It's really not so different from saying a prayer. It's what today, you know, we hear a lot of talk about manifestation and creating what you want. And I'm, I'm, my mindset is that these are all the same thing that we work with spirit, we work with God to bring about good conditions in our life. And that's our natural human birthright. And that's really what magic is all about. I love that. I love that. And you're right. Manifestation is such a big thing. I always, you know, I was doing an interview talking about somebody all the way in Vermont and she called right then, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. that's not by accident, right? No, of course not. We're all connected and we are interconnected with vibration and that's what makes magic happen. I love that. I love that. So you've never met me before. Do no. you did you look me up? Did you 
find out anything about me? The only thing I'm feeling this morning, I didn't really look you up, but I just feel your amazing, bright, positive energy. You've, you've just got radiance, and I, I do feel your commitment to trying to lift everybody up, up around you as well. I feel like that's the purpose of the show, but it's deeper than that. That's really your life's purpose, your soul's mission while you're here. And you seem to be yeah. doing it. So that's true. Wow, I love that. Well, thank you so much. I love that. And so, you know, you have like the, um, I don't know, there's like mediums that, you know, they're getting their nails done. And then all of a sudden they're like having somebody talk to them, uh, you know, <laughs> from the dead. Is that right. something that you do? I mean, you know, my I'm a very low-key person. You know, I'm not out and about in the world just reading random strangers, you know. Um, right. You know, I, I definitely don't feel like anyone wants to be approached in the supermarket. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, you know, I, I tend to be kind of low-key. But when people come and see me for appointments, of course, then, yes, I do speak with those that have crossed over if that's what my, you know, if that's what my client is looking for. And we also do past, present, future type readings, you know. Sometimes people just need future advice and future guidance as well. And if spirit will bring that through for people, that can be terrific too. Ooh, I like that too. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're all on a journey to live our best life, right? Yeah. And 100%. if you can have some clues, like, you know, Kim, you know, what's funny. I just did a summit and I'm going to actually do another one. Uh, and I would actually love you to be a part of it. I didn't even like, well, there you go. See, that's how my brain works. Um, oh, of breaking through your, yeah, breaking through to your neck because right. I've been a hair therapist most of my life, own salons, master trainer, mm-hmm. and I didn't ever, I wish I went to school to be a radio host or to, a TV host because right. that's really, I, I had no idea that I was going to ever do this. So I feel right. like, but I, what I didn't realize is that all those years I was getting ready for this. Do you believe in that? I definitely do. I think it's so interesting how spirit moves us through all different types of experiences. I'm imagining that as a hairstylist, you spent lots of time listening to people and communicating with people. It's a big part, right, of what you did. So that prepared you, I'm sure, for being compassionate and being sensitive to talking with people on air. I'm sure it was great preparation. Yeah. And I mean, and it's interesting, we haven't been really, you know, in studio kind of since COVID, but I mean, I love connecting with people and all that, but I, I figure I was doing their hair. I was the closest person to them. Mm-hmm. And yet through the airwaves, I can really get that same feeling. And that's the magic of vibration, right? You don't have to be exactly in the same room to really feel connected. And to make an yeah. impact on each other. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? And I do, I love doing, you know, like Zoom calls and seeing the people. But obviously, it's interesting that the energy that flows through the air or that you can think about somebody or think about something and it's, you know, you can, they can feel you. They definitely can feel you. They can definitely, yeah. and I'm sure whoever's listening to us can feel both you and I right now, which is pretty amazing. I know. Isn't that, it's yeah. really, really cool. So, okay. So when you work with somebody, you can obviously do it over Zoom. Can you do it mm-hmm. over a phone call? I've been reading over the phone for many years. Yes. Even before Zoom was a thing that we were all doing. I have had lots of clients. I live in Long Island, about an hour east of New York City, but I've had clients all around the country. So 
for sure. We work on the telephone or by Zoom, whatever whatever is easiest and whatever seems to help people connect best. Okay. So when people are, I kind of want to direct this because I'd love to have you back because I already <laughs> like have so many questions. But okay. when people are, let's just look at relationships or business, okay? Mm-hmm. And sometimes like this last week, feels like, I don't know if there's something going on in the stars, but my husband and I get along really, really well, and we were just not connecting. Is there ever, what is that? I mean, it can be many different things. We did have some astrological changes that were significant this month, but I also think sometimes when a a couple is kind of hitting a wall, and we've all been there, there's yeah. usually a little something underneath that one or both of you is not saying or one or both of you is not quite tuned into. So I know for me, whether it's, you know, my romantic partner or my friend, if I'm hitting that wall and I feel like I'm not being understood or they aren't understanding me, I tend to take a break and just kind of step back a bit and go down a little deeper. A lot of times there's an underneath feeling that is trying to come up to the surface. So sometimes that can be it. Sometimes it's just life being crazy, but I think there are there are moments when we really need to kind of slow down and examine what the bigger story, the underneath story is really trying to say. Wow, I like that. Yeah, because even in, you know, in business, sometimes you have where, you know, you just like you're going, I don't understand. <laughs> like we've always right. gotten along good, you know, or. You know, or like you have a run of things that maybe all of a sudden, you know, I, I used to always say like, you know, I couldn't have made that many clients, to, you know, mad in one day, you know, um, <laughs> but it's it just, there's a, it's like the sign of the times or season. Do you agree yeah. with that? I do agree with that. I mean, I find even in my own work, sometimes there are days where every single person I talk to kind of has the same issue. You know, there'll be a day where everybody has an upset stomach and they don't know why or Everybody is about to sell their house. And even though they're in all different geographic locations, they certainly don't know one another, but it's as if the universe is lining that theme up for me that day. So, I mean, there is something underneath all this. There are patterns. Sometimes we're kind of like feeling our way in the dark, trying to figure out what the pattern is. Sometimes the patterns are really big and obvious, but I I do think there's a rhyme and a reason to what seems like random things that happen in the world. Oh, yeah, I love it. So if you were, if I was your client mm-hmm. and I came to you and just said, I, I'm just new at this. I just want to, you know, is there anything that you would like, is it more like an intuition? Cause like when yeah. I did hair or when I do my business coaching, I do, it's a reflection. Is that the same for you? So when you say it's a reflection, do you mean you see something in your mind's eye? Is that kind of how it is for you? Yeah, like I could feel them, you know, mm-hmm. I, unless they're like, they go, I want to work on my business or I want to work on my relationship. I, I'm like, tell me more, but I can right. feel it. Right. Is that how so, you are? So you're describing two psychic senses. You're describing what a medium's called clairsentience, which is clear feeling. And that's you being very pure and being in the energy field of your client and feeling as they're feeling. And you're also describing a type of clairvoyance where you get a picture or an idea that seems to come almost like a daydream inside the deep part of your mind. And that's also a doorway to psychic experience. I'm a big believer that we all have these gifts and they can be expanded. So it sounds like you're already tuning into your own 
psychic perceptions, although maybe not thinking of it that way. And it's probably making you even better at what you do. But if you Mm -hmm. were to come sit with me, I would allow spirit to show me first, okay, what's most important for this person? Where shall we begin? And sometimes it will be the thing you're thinking of, and sometimes it won't. But, you know, we generally have a whole hour to sort through everything. And while I'm talking to you today, my guides are tickling my my, uh, mind a little bit, and they're asking me to go back to your your bad day with your husband. Did you guys sort that all out? Because I do feel like you've got a beautiful relationship. And it was just like a comedy of errors that day where you just completely were not on the same page. Um, Yeah, well, what was really interesting is we actually did a leadership course, and mm -hmm. that was pretty amazing. Um, And then we did a marriage course. And (laughs) we talked to, like, there was, like, I mean, we only talked to, like, three other people. There's probably hundreds of people, but the three people, they all got in fight. And we were like, really? (laughs) Maybe it was in the air. And we had no idea what we were arguing about. It was the silliest thing that I, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't even know how we even ended up there. So, yes, but. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the relationship's thought, good. We know that, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's, but it's normal. It's human for us to not understand each other all the time. I mean, there's going to be bad moments. I'm told that sometimes you jump faster than him. So Spirit is showing 100%. me that sometimes your insight or your understanding goes a little too quick for him, and he's a little lost at times about where you're at. So sometimes there's a timing and a pace between the two of you that maybe needs to be adjusted. And then underneath both of your stories, and this might be what has brought you together as two spirits, but I'm told by my guides that both of you have an intense need for for appreciation. So he needs that. He wants to be appreciated for his contribution, and you kind of need it too. So if you notice you're kind of going off rails, it might be the appreciation issue. Wow, that's huge. That's huge. And I think everybody needs appreciation, yeah. right? I mean, yes, we all yes, want to feel wanted. We all want to feel like we make a difference. We matter, correct? Right, right. And impact, especially, yeah, people do want that for sure. Yeah, but I love that. I love that mm-hmm. so much. Um, okay, and so um, what about business? Is that something that you talk about? Yeah, I actually have a lot of clients who who work with me, especially to grow their business. In fact, I think that's probably more than half my my practice. Um, You know, folks come to me when they need to make a big decision or they want to make a career change. That's definitely something that Spirit will help me help my clients with. So it's a big part of what I do. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So, Lisa, how do people find you to be able to Mm -hmm. work with you? Sure. I have a website, which is under my name, which is lisamcgarrity.com. And I also have a business, a little shop in my hometown called Envision Crystal. And if you search for my business, you would see my shop. And either either website is definitely a great way to get in touch with me. And what what is your shop about? So I have a small new age shop. It's actually been there since 1987. And I've owned it for more than 20 years now. And we sell all kinds of goodies, crystals, candles, jewelry, oh, books, incense, gotcha. all, all the good stuff. Yeah. All right. I love it. I love it. Lisa, this was just a touch on what you do. And um, I so love the way you look at life. And um, please share our show with everyone. And I would definitely love to have you back and, like, really dive into a topic. Um, but will you leave us with, I don't know, one thought that you got from being on my show. Sure. I mean, this has been a great experience. Thanks for having me today. 
the thing that I love the most in these few minutes that we spoke is just the idea that there is always a way to look at things from a positive point of view. And that's definitely my philosophy as well. So it's been great talking to you. Thank you so much, Kim. You got it. Well, again, thank you so much for being a guest here on the Kim Pagano Show. And uh, definitely let's connect on social and uh, share my show with everyone. And I look forward to uh, having you back on. Absolutely. Have a blessed day. You got it. All right. We are going to take a really quick break. You're listening to the Kim Pagano Show, The Brighter Side of Life. TNT Anger Management Services knows that sometimes we get overwhelmed at work and home with our deadline. Try these three tips to help you regain order and focus. Number one, staying focused on the priority should be your main objective. Number two, we all know the word multitasking is highly overrated, so try to keep it simple. Number three, set boundaries for yourself, eliminating side talk and chatter, which can be really disrupting when you have a deadline. These are just some ways to collect oneself, complete your lead task. For more information, visit TNTAMS.com. Or if you're experiencing a lack of focus and anger, please feel free to call Norman Thatcher, the facilitator and owner of TNT Anger Management, directly, 818-264-6255. That's 818-264-6255, or go to tntams.com. Are you worried your perfect customers are finding you online, then clicking away because your website makes your business look outdated? Imagine this, having a website that reflects your expertise and professionalism. Peace of mind knowing your website is kept up to date and secure. A managed hosting plan, especially for your website. If you're ready to have all that you imagined, visit webweaversconsulting.com for WordPress website packages, maintenance plans, and hosting plans. Webweavers Consulting will make your website work for you so you can focus on making a difference in your own unique way. That's webweaversconsulting.com. Are you ready to empower your child with the skills they need to safely enjoy the water? Kim O'Brien with Survival Swim with Kim, Infant Aquatics, teaches self-rescue swim skills to children of all ages. Self-rescue skills can save a child's life if they accidentally fall into the water. After losing her daughter to drowning, Kim became a certified survival swim instructor to help families in Ventura County protect their children. Survival Swim with Kim teaches kids six months and up how to roll and float independently. Don't wait. Check out SurvivalSwimWithKim.com. That's SurvivalSwimWithKim.com or call Kim at 805-620-7177. That's 805-620-7177. Manhattan of Camarillo, located in the heart of the beautiful Santa Rosa Valley, is a locally owned, multi-regional, classic Italian restaurant with an extensive wine list. You'll be greeted with warm, friendly, attentive service. Wednesday evenings from 3 to 8 p.m., Manhattan of Camarillo offers a signature three-course menu for $25. For a bit more casual atmosphere, check out Trivia Thursdays in their beer garden with a full bar and craft beer selections. If you're into live music, come see some of Ventura County's premier local talent where you can dance the night away on a large dance floor. Manhattan of Camarillo's private wine and banquet room holds up to 40 people. Make your reservations today or book your next private party. Dinner is served Tuesday through Saturday with easy access off the 101 at Pleasant Valley Road. Call today for a reservation at 805-388-5550. That's 805-388-5550. Or go to themanhattanofcamarillo.com. 
If you're a business owner or looking to be one, put Littlefoot Construction on the top of your list. Littlefoot Construction specializes in restaurant remodels, tenant improvements, office remodels. Call Littlefoot Construction with all your commercial and industrial needs. Littlefoot Construction works with big or small businesses, or even if it's a dream, Littlefoot Construction will make your vision come true. Call Littlefoot Construction at 805-491-2759. That's 805-491-2759 for all your construction needs. Now, back to the Kim Pagano Show. Finally, on KVTA. Welcome, everyone, and I'm so excited that you have tuned in here to the Kim Pagano Show, The Brighter Side of Life. And, of course, uh, I am excited. I have the queen of comedy, and, of course, I love what she stands for, live, love, and laugh. And it's funny because that's a sign that I have outside my front door. But this incredible cosmetic uh, and funny. Her personality is infectious. Her smile. And um, I met her many, many years ago. I loved her story. And uh, and I'm excited to bring her on. We haven't talked in a long time. I was at her one of her um, events that she was um, making everybody laugh. And I know that uh, not only that, medicine is truly the best. Uh, laughter is the me- is the best medicine, and I know that's one of the things that Denise talks about. Let's welcome Denise Carter. Thank you, Kim Pagano. I'm so excited to be part of your show. You know, um, secretly, most people don't know this, but my mother used to be a hair instructor at Oxnard Beauty College. So when I hear your voice and I think about the things that you share with your customers, it makes me think a lot about my mother. Mm, you just gave me chills. I love that. You know what? And honestly, your story with your dad and just uh, you came on years ago, and I always just remember how passionate you were. And I think you weren't even really just just putting your toe in the comedy area. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I did a fashion show with you. Um, I don't even know where that was, but that was a long, long time ago. We go back, and I love when I – I know people for a long time, and look where you are today. Oh my gosh! First of oh all, my gosh. that kudos, was the patini, kudos, kudos. and I think I, it was that was the patini. So I want to make sure we don't forget the name because my daughter came up with that name, and it was a fashion show with patini, and we called it a patini. I I love it. I remember that, and my mom was there at the time, and oh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. So, gosh. Denise, first of all, thank you so much for being here. It's been way too long. I need to have you on more often. And um, I I love your shows. I was just at one of your shows, and I was like, look at this lady, how far you've come. And your beautiful husband. We can't forget him because he is your sidekick, right? (laughs) Wills is a man that just, he. you know what, I'm so grateful. We've been married for 24 years this year. And we lived together for six years before we were both on our second marriage. But I am so grateful. Um, what what we share is not just a marriage. We share a partnership, which mm-hmm. is, you know, it's okay to not agree with everything. And I think that's what makes it so unique. Um, we don't argue. We just discuss things that we, we, you know, and you have to compromise when you're having those kind of discussions. He writes oh, a lot of my comedy. So sometimes when I don't um, – it doesn't check it over. Yeah, it doesn't fall the way he wants. He's like, you missed that, and I'm like, yeah, I did, but it's okay. <laughs> uh-huh. And what does he do? 
What's his passion? He, he actually is, um, he's an HVAC mechanic, a locksmith, but now he is retired and he uh, works per diem at St. John's Hospital in the engineering department when they need, you know, a backup person when they have folks oh, on vacation. So I'm grateful that it. he keeps himself busy. Right, right. But I'm sure, I mean, he's so proud of you. You could just see it in his face. And, you know, and it's just like my husband. My husband's like, you know, we can't be any, I mean, blessed, right, to have our yes. partners be our husbands and our best friends, you know? Yes, ma'am. That is so true. Um, yeah. But enough about him because he's not even here. I know. That is so true. I love it. I love it. So, Denise, I know you got a couple yes. shows coming up. And yes. talk to us. First of all, what are you talking about these days? Um, I know you've lost an incredible amount of weight, and you look freaking amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I, I am talking about, you know, my weight loss journey was a journey um, for my health. You know, my doctor said to me, don't you want to look like a Coca-Cola? And I was like, a Coca-Cola? He said, the bottle, not the can. <laughs> and, and that sparked me going to my cardiologist, you know, having some health issues. I stopped mm -hmm. drinking, and I think that helped me propel myself for comedy, the career that I really, really want, um, mm -hmm. to really focus on the funny and, 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 and be more intentional about what I'm doing. You know, before I'd have a couple of drinks, go on stage and wing it, right? I'm trying right. to really focus on the craft, the setup, the punch, and just be more intentional. And I think that, yeah. with, along with the weight loss, has helped me be the woman that my husband is really proud of when it comes to the comedy journey, and myself mm. as well, and my children. Uh, yeah. And how many children do you have? So I have two children. They both live out of state. One, Cynthia, lives in Texas. Austin, Texas, and Tika lives in um, Huntsville, Alabama, and I have oh. three grandchildren, um, one Trey Griffin that lives in Texas, and uh, Zoe and Tejon that live in Huntsville, and um, I've got a grand dog, Jax, and a grand cat, Mitten, <laughs> and those are my those are my wonderful uh, offsprings that live in two different states, so I talk a lot about them. And uh, they're not here, and they often wonder, Mom, why don't you share the shows? I'm like, well, if I told you what I talked about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you would be so happy. Yeah, I love it. I have a so daughter. Happy. Yeah, I have a daughter and, and my son-in-law that live in Houston and two grandchildren out there. And oh, wow. since you just brought it up, they're actually getting a new little puppy this week. And so the, my son-in-law sent me a picture and he's so ugly, he's so cute. Do you know what I mean? Like oh. one of those puppies like that. And yes. um, I'm like, oh, my gosh, did you do it? And my daughter, he told me before, my, he, he told, my daughter told me. And she's like, who told you that? And I'm like, who do you think? How would I know, you know? So I love that he shared that with me. The kids don't know yet. So he's like, I love that he loves animals. So that's going to be exciting. Mm -hmm. So, but um, I love animals, too. So. Yeah. So do you have any animals? I I do not. I am okay. working, you know, because I, I work in healthcare. I work for a home health hospice company, and that's my daytime job. And then I do the comedy in the evening, and I do a lot of volunteering um, for the community because I realize that we have a, a – a, there's, there's 
resources in our community that aren't disseminated throughout the community, and I just try to be a, a resource. I call myself, mm. one call does it all. Just call me, and I'll get you what you need, or at least point mm. you in the right direction. So I'm I love you. that. I yeah. can, I'm, I'm going to get on your list, too, because I'm totally a connector, too. And I yeah. didn't know that you were still doing that, so that's yeah. so cool to know. Okay, great. Yeah, I work for a company, a Mission Home Health and Hospice, during okay. the day. And, okay, um, and make people laugh at night. Yes, ma'am. That is my, that's how I balance, you know, a lot of the things we do because, you know, that could be heavy, you know, when you've got yeah. a lot of families that are uh, struggling with, you know, homelessness, um, resources, mm-hmm. uh, caregiving, uh, don't know where to turn and that they're in, they don't have the means to hire caregivers and try to get them those resources and let them know there are some programs here in the county that they may not be aware of and just trying to bring that full, full circle because I was born and raised in Oxnard, I am grateful for, for, for being in Ventura County. And it's huge because it's such a beautiful place to live. And mm-hmm. it, we're a melting pot. And we want to make sure that our community is aware of the resources. At least that's one of my passions. Mm-hmm. If I can help you in this serious situation and we get you through that, now I want to make you laugh because laughter truly no. is the best. I love I love your heart. I love your heart. I, I that's just wonderful. So okay, let's invite people to where you are so that we can get people laughing. Really, that's really what life's about. You know, it is um, heavy, and yet at the same time, there's so much to live for. Oh, that's, you know what? Thank you. So I've got two things going. Um, I am so grateful to be part of um, a comedy night featuring uh, Phil Medina and Dr. A. At Love them both. Center. Okay, Select. shout out to both yes. of them. Yep. Yes. So Phil Dr. A is my, my dentist oh <laughs> and my his gosh, beautiful so, wife, and I love yes. Phil. So, uh, you, know. you know, I like to say that, you know, when you in this comedy journey, there are people that touch your heart. Dr. A has always been one that touched my heart. He's so giving. And Phil Medina has literally helped me get into – some um, wonderful clubs, and I call him my sensei because, you know, it it takes a village, right? It's all oh, yeah. who you know, and I've been grateful that I've been able to share the stage with him and some very, very big-name comedians, and I just am grateful that I've been able to go to those places with him and always um, appreciative of his his um, his guidance. And um, I, I, like I said, I call him my sensei. He's like, I would do this. And I'm like, thank you, sensei. So I appreciate that. <laughs> so we have a, a – it's a fundraiser. It will be in uh, Camarillo at Verdugo Way at the Sinesta Select Hotel in Camarillo. Doors open up at 6.30. The show starts promptly at 7.30. And I'm just honored to be a part of that. Um, the tickets are $35, and they have limited seating. So if they're interested in a ticket, you can call Pat Poppier at 818-468-0777. Okay. And what does it go for? I know that is a fundraiser, that one, correct? The Lions Club is putting this on, and I believe – and I don't want to misspeak because I'm looking at the flyer, and I don't see it on here. Okay. It's it's the Venture Lions Club. I think it goes for cancer, but I don't want to misspeak. I believe that's what it is for, okay. but it's the Lions Club is putting this together. Okay, wonderful, okay. wonderful. And then you have another and one then, later that night, right? I do, and so I got an opportunity 
last Friday, uh, I was given an opportunity to have to thank Phil Medina again for always putting my name out there. He was not available to do this show, and I thought, well, I could probably do both. And Levity Live gave me an opportunity to uh, do Denise Carter. So I'm going to headline my own show um, at Levity Live on Leap Year, Black History Month, right? You've got Leap Year where the women take the men out. And I'm going to headline the show, and it's going to be Thursday as well, February 29th. I'll probably hit the the, the, the stage about 8 o'clock. So it'll give me an opportunity to do uh, the show with Dr. A and the Lions Club uh, at 7.30. Then I'll rush over here at 8 o'clock, and I'll do my thing over there. So I'm excited, and I've got a couple tickets to give away for um, the Levity Live show. I've got two tickets to give away, and I've got – Two T-shirts to give away as well. Ooh, so I love your T-shirts. You okay, uh, well, let's open is... up our phone lines right now. And, of yes. course, 805-419-0008. That's 419-0008. Go and laugh. I'm telling you, this is so much fun. Denise, all of them, everybody that you just mentioned is incredible. And um, and you could text me on that number. Just write your name, your number, and say laugh on there. So um, let's get those tickets taken out there. Denise, I love that. And you were going to talk about shirt. your T-shirts. Yep. Yeah, my T-shirt is hashtag on the front, hashtag let me tell you. And on the back it says what I'm thinking. And Ooh, I love it. the shirt all the time, and he has stopped constantly. What, what? And he's trying to figure it out. But they're asking them questions about the shirt is very unique, and I'm very happy to have that shirt. Um, also, I wanted to add, on the show with me on Thursday, the 29th uh, at Levity Live, will be Chris Williams and Michelle Matazaki. Michelle and I go way back. We've been on a couple of shows together, and I'm excited to bring them as a part of uh, my team on at Levity in the collection at um, – uh, the show starts at 7.30 as well, and the tickets are $23.50. You know, I've been doing comedy since 2013. I got my first opportunity at Ventura Harbor. Um, I took a class there, you know, in honor of my father who was um, uh, actually on hospice for cancer. And mm-hmm. it was a way to get him laughing and to have his journey um, the rest of his life to be a little more pleasant with a little laughter. So there was all of that came full circle, and every show is dedicated to my father, just mm. getting me in that space and to help him through his journey. So I'm grateful. I love that. I I've love so that, grateful. Denise. You know what? My dad used to tell me, look in the mirror every single day and laugh, and he sure did. Joking and laughing was his thing. And, you know, I, my, I just lost my dad in October, and I That's tell so you, such – I know that he's looking down and he's like, are you laughing? You know, he taught me to pick myself up, dust myself off and keep going on. So, yeah, I love what you do, Denise. Way too long. I want you to come back on. I want to keep in touch because really, I mean, laughter is the best medicine. So, again, thank you so much for being here. Kim, thank you for having me. I'm so honored and so grateful. And you've had your show now for, what, 15, 20 years? Yeah, it's about 17 and a half years. I know. People are like, I can't even believe. But you know what? It warms my heart. I love, I love, you know, I say this. I interview people, but I interview them. I look at their interview. 
I know. And I, that's really what my thing is now is I just, I love people. I love hearing their story. I love hearing their golden nuggets. And I love what well, you do. And of course, you wanna, are truly the queen of comedy. Well, thank you. And I'm kind of, I wanted to throw something else out there. I am grateful to be on your show. And I just wrapped last Monday a show that I'm going to be on. It's going to be a streaming show, but I've got my first acting gig with uh, some speaking parts. And I'm excited about it. And I'm also going to be taping something that's going to be on Magnolia TV. Um, it's called Second Act. And I will know more March 2nd when they're going to tape it. But I'm excited that I made it as a finalist. I believe it's similar to um, kind of like America's Got Talent, but I'll be doing some stand-up comedy, and I'll probably need your vote. So I'd love to come on and tell you more about that. Oh, my gosh. You got my vote, girlfriend. Yes, I love it. All right. <laughs> Let me know for sure, and um, anything that I can do to help you, I'm there. So thank, thank you, you so I much, Denise you and, Carter. You know what? Keep doing what you're doing. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you, honey. All right. Talk to you soon. Take care. Welcome to the Kim Pagano show, the brighter side of life. And uh, I'm excited because I actually uh, was in the audience with this guy here over at one of my sponsors, um, Manhattan of Camarillo. And uh, he was hilarious. I mean, I'm telling you, he was hilarious, although I did not want him to um, talk about me. I did not want him to pull me up. I would never sit in the front row with this guy. Um, but I'm really excited. Eddie Pence, welcome. And thank you so much for joining me here. Oh, hi. No, thanks for having me, Kim. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Glad to be here. Talk to us a little bit about um, yourself, of course, uh, you know, how you got started. And were you the one that was like really quiet at school or um, were you the one that? Oh, <laughs> not... uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> it, it's I, it's been like a long journey. I've been doing stand up. I think I first had my first show in, oh my gosh, it was like 1998. So I've been doing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I was always that, I was never like, I was always sort of funny around my friends, but I was never like the guy that needed attention everywhere I was. I wasn't that, I wasn't that sort of person. So I think that's kind of why I do stand up because I like, it's it, it, it lets me, because I guess naturally I'm more of an introvert. Oh, is that interesting? Right. So am I. Yeah. It's funny. I, I'm not the one that's going to get up and be the ham of the, you know, party or anything. But, right. But it, and probably that's kind of the same thing where you just interject something that's hilarious and people are like, really? Where'd that come yeah. from? Right? Yeah. When's your that's, So that, yeah, that was sort of my, my birthday. I'm a June 28th. I'm a oh, cancer. Okay. I'm a cancer. Okay. So. so, yeah. So how do you find what you're going to talk about? Um, it's weird. It changes. I mean, as a comedian, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm pretty observational, um, with my comedy. So it, and I, I'd like to talk about what's happening in my life so much. I don't so, sort of comment so much on society or politics or anything like that. I sort of like, I focus on what's going on in my life and then try to make people or try to make it relatable to other people. So right now, you know, when I was younger, things, it was about dating and stuff like that. And then when I got married is about my wife. And now that I'm a father, a lot of it's about being a dad and, all the stuff you go through like that. So it's it's just sort of like it it evolves and changes over time, but it's usually centered around what's happening in my life. So what's happening in your life right now? What would you, uh, if you were like on stage, uh, right? Or, oh, I should right. actually get a little scared right now because I don't want to be like your one. 
<laughs> but so I won't, I won't do I won't pick on you okay good okay so do you do that because I watched you right I mean there was like I you were hilarious I can't oh, thank you. you and our whole table was just laughing and the whole audience <laughs> was laughing but you really got in the nitty-gritty so well that was an interesting venue the man was that show was very interesting I think we did it back in October I think it was October September October I think it was yeah. September yeah. um uh it wasn't you know, for the people listening, it wasn't like a stand-up venue where it's sort of like when you go to a stand-up club, it's very focused. The tables are pointed towards the stage and everyone goes, to, oh, we're at a comedy club. This is what we're doing. We're watching the show. This was a restaurant sort of situation. And the yeah. stage was just the floor with the tables around it. So when you get and I had a bar behind me, there was a bar behind me. So there's a lot of distractions for the audience. And it's a lot of chatter going on because people are eating dinner and then the show starts. So like as a comedian, when you go into a situation like that, you have to draw focus you have to do something to get them to pay attention to you and stop doing whatever they're doing so uh sometimes you you'll go into the crowd to do that to try to get them to listen to you so you know i think i think with that show that's what i did i went into the crowd a little bit i usually don't do that at like a comedy club unless you have to unless the audience is talking to you or they're too rowdy and you have to quiet them down or to me if the if the bit calls for me going into the crowd and talking to the audience usually i just do my jokes but if i have to talk to people i can do that too is that harder um no because sometimes it, it's it's a good time killer for sure it's you know it's not you don't you don't, one you don't the scary part is you don't know where it's going right you don't know but you as the comedian you have the microphone so you're always in control because you're the loudest person in the room ah. so you just have you have to have that confidence going in going you know what like if, if it goes sideways, I'm still the loudest person in the room. So you can't let the audience ever feel they can get one up on you. It's, it's a, it's a weird, it's not a, it's a weird thing where you just sort of like, you have to establish your presence in the room and then they will either, they will sort of, you, can, you don't control them, but you can sort of guide them to where you want them to go. If that makes sense. Yeah. Does that ever happen in your relationship? uh yeah no i'm the i'm the audience of my relationship okay i'm smart. definitely the audience okay. of my relationship smart wife okay <laughs> uh what do they say happy wife happy life yeah that's what they say that's what i hear all the time i know i think my husband would probably agree with that maybe too but um yeah so did you learn have to learn how to be a comedian uh yeah it's something you have to i mean i think people that do it are naturally funny people. They have a different way of seeing the world. So they, they kind of, they want to go up and make people laugh. I think that's the driving force is like, I just like making people laugh. Um, but you have to learn how to do it. There's a craft to it of where you have to get up and learn pacing and, you know, your natural comedic timing and how a joke works and how, a, if a joke doesn't work, why it didn't work. And, you know, the, the whole writing process of setup, punchline, misdirection, uh, storytelling, if you're if you're telling a story to make it engaging, that's stuff that you can't just do the first time you do stand up. Yeah. The so trial. Do you do you go to school for it or like is it trial? Uh, no, that well, that's the beauty. That's the one beautiful thing about stand up as a performing art. It's the one performing art where the practice is the live performance. Like so a musician can. Yeah, a musician can work on a song for months before they play it in front of anybody. But a comic, you have to tell that joke in front of people to see if it's funny. So have you ever said, okay, well, I guess that wasn't funny. Yeah. And you have to, I mean, and it's yeah. totally, I mean, that's what makes it funny, right? I, I, no, a, a big thing with comedy, especially I 
one of my pet peeves is when comics don't acknowledge what's happening. You have to acknowledge if you lay something out there and it just doesn't get a laugh, you have to acknowledge what's happened. Right. And then you can make it funny. Just because the audience, if the audience knows you're aware of what's happening, they automatically, it, it's a psychological thing. They, they're on your side. They're like, oh, okay. Well, he's, he's, he knows what's happening or she knows what's happening. So we can, we can sympathize with that person. And now you're, you know, they're sort of pulling for you at that point. Like not, that. not a sympathy thing, but sort of like, okay, he, he knows what's going on here. Right. Yeah. Like you almost have to say like you, yeah, I guess you have to be one up on them because you can't let the audience get in control of you. No, never. Or never. you're totally you're, you're done. Okay. And that that's from the moment you walk on stage. You just have okay. to have that. You can never be afraid of an audience. Okay. Yeah, I love that. And and so where have you played? Where was the scariest place that you played or, you know? I've gotten to the point now where I don't there's no show that I'm worried about. Like, I don't get worried about shows now. I, but when I was younger, like that show we did, you saw me do it in Manhattan, like a younger comic, that'd be very intimidating because it's noisy. There, it's not focused. People are talking. There's a bar behind. There's so many distractions going on. You get up and you're like, how do I draw? How do I get them to pay attention to me? That's the fear is like people aren't paying attention to me. So anytime you go into a room, you assess the situation going, okay, is this an audience that's going to listen or do I have to make them listen? And when you're younger, like any room can be terrifying. One time I did a, and I used to do a lot of NA shows and AA shows and there's some of the best audiences you'll ever have are NA and AA people Alcoholics Anonymous Narcotics Anonymous right. and I did one at a it was a thrift store in Orange County California it's a bunch of NA people and they're rowdy and they just want to have a good time and they want you to talk to them and they want you to engage with them they don't care about your material they just want you to sort of be a, the life of the party so that's different because when you're a younger comic you just want to go up and tell your jokes this is what I wrote I want to say this I want you to laugh at it and that's it those are the types of shows that train you to be like okay I have to be present I have to go up and be present in the moment and sort of deal with what's coming at me. And that's what makes a really great comic is the comic that can tell the jokes he's written, but at the same time be present enough to know, okay, how do I cater these particular jokes to this particular audience? I love it. I love it. You know, and I just want to remind anybody that's just uh, tuning in with us right now. Of course, you're listening to the Kim Pagano Show, The Brighter Side of Life. And of course, we've been talking with Eddie Pence. Eddie, what's your website and how can people find you? Uh, you can go to eddiepence.com, E-D-D-I-E-P-E-N-C-E.com. Um, and there, there's it's it's sort of a landing page for all my socials. You can go to all my socials from there. You can check out my comedy special. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime called The Unspecial Comedy Special. There's a link to get to that. Um, so yeah, you can go to eddiepence.com to find anything. So- do you always, are you always coming up with like new ideas and new product? Because the worst thing is, is when you have somebody, maybe I shouldn't even say this, but the worst <laughs> thing is when you, you have somebody that you really love, but they always are doing the same gig over and over yeah. again. Okay. How did, I mean, is that something you keep it fresh or how does that work? I tr I try to, I mean, again, drawing back into the crowd work situation, that's a way to keep an act fresh is by, you can still do the same show the same set but make it different every time by engaging with the audience and finding different ways to sort of freshen up an old bit by talking to people or interacting with people um as far as writing goes i i'm not one of those comics that sits can sit there with a pad of paper and a pen and just write jokes i'm not that i sort of have to test my jokes on stage and then craft them that way so what i'll do is i'll take an idea or premise up on stage and do it and then see it put on its feet if it fails it fails i then I figure out why it failed or why it didn't fail. And then I'll, a lot of times I'll think of new jokes 
in the moment on stage. And that's how my act sort of forms itself. It's a weird writing process, but it's sort of a trial by fire writing process. But that's just how I, I seem to work. And it, it, it is a slower process because I need right. to perform in order to write. Do you make your family laugh? Not really. Not no. really. Like, like my wife, she usually thinks she's the funny one in the family. So like that's... She's the she's the extrovert of the family, actually. So li literally, like if we're at a social situation or a party, people hover around her because she's the social butterfly. And I'm the one in the corner observing everybody going, I'm going to make fun of you later. I'm going to make fun of you later. Like that yeah. sort of thing. The comedian is the person who sits back and watches everything and then tells people about it later. The comedian isn't the person at the party making everybody laugh. Mm, that's interesting. That's a whole interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. So, huh, I love it. I, I remember something distinctly when I saw you. First of all, you were super casual, which I, I love that. I, you were just real, okay? But then I remember you turned back to the bar and you're like, really? You came in here with no shoes on? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, and I, I just thought that was just... Because that's how my brain would work. I think I'm probably a lot like you. I'm <laughs> one that sits back and then kind of was like the man that went to the bathroom, but he really couldn't hear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, there was just a lot. of There was like a lot of things that were going on instead of you standing on stage. I really enjoyed you. So uh, Again, that's oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, that's coming back just being like the best part of being a comedian. And I think the thing that draws people to comedians is when comedians are present on stage. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to sit there and just do crowd work constantly. You can do your bits, but you just have to be aware of your surroundings. And if someone gets up and walks out, the whole audience saw that. Speak right, to it. Right, exactly. You know? Yeah. And so do you have to look for the, what do they call it? The pink cow in the room? Is that what they call it? Or I don't, I don't know. I've never heard the pink cow in the room. Wait, I don't know. What is it? Like, <laughs> where is it? You know, like the one obvious thing that people- The are... white, uh, the elephant in the room? Yeah, the, the elephant, elephant in the room. Of course, it yeah. has to be pink if it's mine, right? <laughs> <laughs> But, pink yeah, in the room. As a comedian, again, you have to gauge that. If you're in a room with 500 people in that audience and there was one person up front talking, you can't really engage with that person because there's 400 and some other people back there that don't that can't hear this person and it's not interrupting the show for them. Oh, so you have to play to the room you're in. I mean, I've seen people are like, do you, do you know that there's a show going on right now? Right. You know, I mean, is that something you would do or would you just not engage in it? You you sort of you sort of gauge the whole process of going, okay, is this person just sort of just talking to someone right now and getting out of the way, or are they becoming a distraction? If they're not becoming a distraction, you kind of just let it go. Yeah. If they're becoming a distraction and the whole room notices this person, you have to call out the 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 pink elephant in the room. But if it's not distracting anybody, then don't touch it. Just go on with your act. Hey Eddie, thanks for calling it pink now. Oh, sure. I'm going to change it forever. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. So where is your next gig? Where can we find you and follow you? And, uh, uh, you know, are you, how often do you play? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just got back from, I was doing Brad Garrett's comedy club in Vegas a couple of weeks ago, which is a great, if you're ever in Vegas, go to the MGM grand. It's the best comedy club in Las Vegas. Okay. Um, it's weird. Some shows you, some weeks you have no shows. Other, other weeks you have one every night. Um, right now I, on the books, I have one I'm doing at the crow in uh, Santa Monica, my friend, my friend, Nicole Blaine, she uh, opened up her own comedy club and it's a great little comedy club and they do all sorts of different sort of shows. I'm doing two shows on Saturday, March 2nd, one at 5 p.m., which is called BYOB, Bring Your Own Baby. Uh, and it's for mothers with mothers or fathers with little infants that just want to get out of the house. Get to bring your own baby? 
you bring your it's called BYOB, bring your own baby, and you literally bring your infant and you and they have a big playpen set up in front of the stage, and then you just put your kids there, and then the comic does whatever they want to do for the parents because the kids don't understand can't speak yet. So right. it doesn't matter if you're cussing, tell them whatever. It's just a chance for the parents to get out and Maybe have some sort of, of normal house, right? right? I love right. that. Very so cool. So they we do that. That one's uh, at the Crow, and you can look that up on uh, on the internet. There, it's a five p.m. show on Saturday, March second, and then eight p.m. that night. We're just doing a regular stand-up show for you know people without kids. Those of the and I have like that on the book. NA March or a, instead of an NA, an NB or a yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Babies I Anonymous that. meeting. Yeah. BA. So that sounds really fun. And do you have another job besides this, or is this your job? I am a full-time stand-up comedian. So right now it's my wife. I mean, I am married and my wife has a job. So we do have, there's times when things are working. She's a real estate agent, Tracy Pence, tracysellsla.com. If you need a realtor, okay. uh, there's my little plug. Little plug. Uh, uh, she, some, when she's having a good year, it takes pressure off me. If I'm having a good year, it takes pressure off her. So it's sort of like we work hand in hand. It's just. It's a great that. partnership. Great partnership. Very cool. How long have you been married? Uh, we'll be celebrating 20 years in October. Very good. Yeah. And you have one son? One 14-year-old boy going through puberty, which is okay. interesting. So that's something you'll be talking about. I talk about a lot right now. I think that's what you talked about. I did. <laughs> I think you talked about that. I kind of wanted to put it out of my head, but I think I, I think you did talk about that. Yeah, I did talk about it quite. It's what I'm talking. It's what's good. Like it's what's happening in my life right now. So I wake up every day, and it's right. You know, it's right there. So I have to talk about it. There you so. go. I love it. Is your son it's... a lot like you? Uh, he's the perfect mix of my wife and I. Like physically, he's from the nose up, he's me, and the nose down, he's my wife. Uh, mental, like personality wise, he's, he loves comedy. I've been like showing him comedians and comedies since he was a kid. So he, he, he's naturally, he naturally gets comedy. He knows where he can tell where the joke is. And he, he laughs when you're supposed to laugh. Um, and he, he's a little writer himself. He likes, he writes little scripts and makes little stop action, stop motion animation movies with his Legos. And they're, they're hilarious. So he's at that, but he's also very type a like my wife. So he, he's very regimented and strict with his schedule and he has straight A's in school like my wife did. Um, so he's the perfect mix of both of us. That's very cool. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. I've got four children and oh my God. Oh, geez. Two girls, two boys. Um, Yeah. And, oh. and so, no, it's all good. It's really. Oh my God. I can't even. Yeah. They've actually grown up and we like them still. So. Oh, that's good. That's good. It's good. Yeah. All four of them too. That's all great. All four of them. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a mix of like each one. And, you know, so the things that maybe we don't love, I'm like, that's my husband for sure. No, is it? <laughs> that's the best part about being a parent is you see your child. You're like, okay, that's me. And then you go, okay, that's her. And then there's other parts you're like, well, that's that that's my son. That's who that is. That's their own unique part of themselves. Exactly. It's, it's, that's the beautiful part of having a kid. Yeah. Well, I love this. And um, you know, really kind of kind of I, I call it reflecting on who you are, Eddie. And, you know, no. um, really just kind of getting to know you. Um, and I would love to have you back on. I would love to anytime. Yeah, anytime. and and to, you know. Maybe I'm, I'm going to be putting together some networking groups and I'd love you to come and please. I yeah. would love to network. I, I, that's how we make our money. That's how we advance that's, our careers is through networking. Yeah. So you know. 
Yeah. And it's all about connecting with people. I yeah. mean, really, you know, the world is made up of so many amazing different individuals and, um, and really just sharing who they all are. So yeah, again, absolutely. Yeah. Share our show. And I will um, for sure, you know, let's connect on social and definitely, um, thank you so much for, thank you, Kim, for having me. I really enjoyed you this here. So again, all right. Well, thanks, Eddie. And I can't wait to, uh, you know, check out your shows and, and please, uh, come, please. And see you more. Thank you so much, Kim. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Good stuff. I hope that you enjoyed my guest. And again, if you are looking to get your story out there, please reach out to me and you could do that at 805-419-0008. Also call in for the tickets to Levely Live and uh, Denise Carter's t-shirts and again i end all of my show with a moment of happiness being rich is not what you have in the bank it's what you have in your heart with that you've been listening to the kim pagano show and i'll talk to you next week mm-hmm.